Welcome back to the Business Voice. I'm Deanna Palm, President of the Hillsborough Chamber. And I'm Julie Ames. And we have with us here today in the studio, Debbie Borders, owner and senior payroll specialist with DLB Consultancy, LLC. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you. I'm great to be here. So talk a little bit about what your background is and what led you to, you know, now this is your own business. Is that right? Yes. Excellent. So what led to starting your own business and a payroll service? Well, my background is in payroll. I have about over 20 years. Um, I started in the the payroll service provider and then went into corporate payroll. I um, got involved with the PMPA, which is a local um, chapter of the American Payroll Association along the way. Spent four years as their president and leading study groups for people who want to get certified. So I, I feel... I, I feel connected to the payroll community in this area. And when the company I was working at announced a merger, that means they, as they start going through, they only need one of a lot of different positions, right? right? And so I go, I went through all the emotions of, oh, do I have to worry about being the one who gets picked or what happens if I don't get picked? And then I started thinking, wait a minute, do you want it? What do you want? And that was just a blessing, actually, because then I got to say, oh, no, I don't think I want to be a payroll manager now. I'd like to go into consulting, do the work that I love in payroll without the responsibility of running a payroll department as well. Right. And make your own, I mean, basically, it's defining your own destiny. Yes. You're picking now. Yes. Excellent. Well, good for you. And I will tell you, you know, I've been around small businesses many, many, many years. And this is probably one of the areas where small businesses, I think, completely underestimate um, how much time and money they're spending on doing this type of work themselves and not outsourcing um, and not, you know, uh, and not looking at those opportunities to say, I'm going to turn that over to somebody else and let, I mean, quarterly pay, quarterly reports and um, mm-hmm. all of those things are an enormous drain on a small business resource. And really, I mean, it's, it, I, I know payroll services are really quite affordable. And when you look at your time exchange, I mean, it's just, it's a, kind of a no brainer to me. Yes. And uh, besides the actual processing of the payroll, right. there's all the other things about being in compliance. Someone might process your payroll, but it's not really their responsibility that you're following all the laws. Right. They might tell you about them, but they're not going to follow up and go and check everything and say, oh, okay, yep, you're fine, you know. So that's one of the things that, that I like to offer, especially a small business who doesn't have an HR department, doesn't have a benefits department may not even have a payroll person that's that's all they do. They're probably trying to do it themselves, actually. So, yeah, that's what I, I like to offer is the coming in and looking at, a, at a, how the company is processing their payroll and all of the ins and outs of it. Well, and the human resource part of it, which I think is huge, um, you know, we have – pretty strong rules and regulations for employees in Oregon. And so, you know, we have a Bureau of Labor and Industry, and that's where I understand a lot of our small businesses get into trouble is, you know, it's certainly not mean-spirited. It's just lack of understanding the rules and regulations. You know, having somebody on their team that may, they may be treating as an independent contractor when they don't, they don't meet those requirements. And having someone like you mm-hmm. sit down with them and say, 
you know, here's where, here's where you're in and here's where you're at and here's how we can help do that. Um, I think that's huge. So talk a little bit about your experience in working with small businesses and, and especially HR kind of issues. Well, a small business very likely, or at least a lot of them that, that I encounter, they run based on what they think is right. It feels right. So that's what I do. This is what Joe, the landscaper that I, I work with. He's, you know, my friend or my nephew or whatever. And that's what they do. And they're fine or it's always been fine, you know, because you've never been caught perhaps or you, you know, you just don't know. Or the law changes. You were fine yesterday and now July 1st, you're not fine. Right. It's a big deal. And a lot mm-hmm. of changes that happen um, either, you know I, know, I know that minimum wage is going to go up July 1st and that's a, yep. a small little step. And then again, another bigger step in January. You have to know that if you're, you know, processing your own payroll. Um, you have to know those kinds of rules and regulations. But having, you know, someone like Debbie sit down and, and you, you know, talk to them about what their work you know what their their industries like. What are the, what's their their average day? How do they treat their employees? What are those kinds of things? And how, helping them understand a better way to do things, maybe mm-hmm. uh, systems. You know. Um, is- well, I think too. A lot of them, like you said, they're maybe solopreneurs, and this is the last thing they do at the end of the day, or mm-hmm. once a week, or when however long they can push it off, right? Mm-hmm. And. Um, just it's, it's just not top of mind, and for them to not only know what the laws are, but keep up with all the changes and all of that sort of thing. Or when they, a lot of them just put their head down and hope that it's all okay. So at that at that point when these things take place and change, and they're no longer in compliance, somebody needs to sort of help them through that whole process. And do right. they need to? Are, do they even qualify for the changes? Right. They they might get a big relief out of, oh, my goodness, I don't have 50 full-time employees, so right. I don't have to worry about Obamacare today. Mm-hmm. You know, that that would be a, a really nice thing as opposed to the thing that, oh, my goodness, I yeah. should have been doing this for six months. But right. at least knowing. The knowledge is power. And, that's and so if they have been doing things not maybe quite up to snuff, and but if they kind of face up to that and, and take steps to correct it. Is that a better thing than just hoping that that'll all just sort of wash out? Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of agencies are very forgiving with um, the drawing a line in the sand and saying, okay, I found out in October and I I fixed it there and and do from here on we, we did it correctly. Mm-hmm. And usually you're not going to be penalized because your intent was to do it correctly. Right, right. You think it's that fear of saying, oh, my gosh, I've been doing something wrong, and then what do I do? And having someone you know, like you sort of walk beside them and say, here's what we're going to do next, and here's who we're going to contact, and, and the first thing I'm not going to do is panic, and those kind of things. I mean, it's always nice to have a friend sitting beside you. <laughs> exactly. Then, um, and someone who can kind of help you to show, show you what are the steps I need to take going forward. So are you, are you primarily focused on small businesses or just any size business? Well, my skill set is scalable to any size company. Uh, so basically, if, if a company has employees, then they have payroll. Right. And that's where I can come in. I, I am focusing on small to medium business 
because that community is what I think really needs somebody more. Large business do have an HR department. They they may have a payroll manager, but they at least have senior, well, typically senior payroll people who are um, at least have access to payroll information and, and the laws. But small business, I think, not necessarily. I mean, right. they're focusing on what their strength is, what what they offer. That's what they're spending their time doing. Right, and spending, you know, and hoping that their employees are helping them move that dial forward and, you know, wanting to treat their employees fair, but also, you know, their focus is going to be, you know, doing payroll once once a week or twice a month and um and so, and it's really going to be end of day, like you said, Julie, it's going to be kind of end of day scrambling to get that done. Whereas, you know, working with a professional that can take that piece. And I think that small businesses, like I said, at the beginning of the top of our, our interview, they sometimes don't know when, how to make a decision about outsourcing certain parts of their business process. And, um, you know, I would say just my strong recommendation would be, this would be one of the areas where, you know, if you're not, if you're not an expertise expert in payroll, you know, Give Debbie a call and ask her for a quote in terms of how to, you know, how, how to make that happen. Because I do think that this is a reasonable and appropriate sort of outsourcing portion of your business. And and short of that, if you have someone on staff who is maybe your accountant or something, and they don't really have an expertise in payroll, but that became their job by default. Are you someone who could come in and maybe work alongside that person and help give them some confidence and some training that they would be able to approach it in a much more professional manner? Sure. That would be a, a process improvement. And and so you, you come in, I would come in and interview that person or the owner, whichever. Or both. Maybe. Or both, yeah. yes. And find out how are you doing it? What is your process? What are your controls? How do you, what what is it that makes you feel you're correct at the end of the day? And and then help them make recommendations what I feel like would improve it, um, what kind of tests you could do to see. Are you doing it right? Are you, you know, can you rely on the information you have? And um, have you selected a good system? If you, if you have picked a system, is it implemented? Do you need somebody to kind of look it over and see if maybe you could do it a little better or a little smarter or... Um, anything to save time and just be more efficient. Yes, I think that's very helpful. And and then just to uh, help the person see that they're using a the system, that, you know, most advantageously. So payroll alchemy, a process so effective it seems like magic is your tagline. What is it? What is payroll alchemy to you? I'm so glad you asked me about that. Um, so to me, a a payroll process – is is only as good as, first of all, if it's actually followed. So you, you decide, this is the way I want to do my payroll. I feel comfortable that if I check these totals to this, you know, the different methods you choose, that my payroll will be accurate. And that is great. And if you follow it, and you follow it every single time, and you have to be consistently following what you have decided is your process, because you'll find if you have errors, that's why. Because you didn't. Right. But but it's not as it it's that sounds easier than it is to do it the same way every single time. But if you do, if you find a process and then you do follow it consistently, 
it is like science or magic or both because it works. It truly works. But that's why I call it payroll alchemy because it looks like it might be kind of magic or there's something tricky you're doing. And actually, you're just following a good process. Every time. Every time. But there's always exceptions. Things come up or somebody Mm -hmm. has a, a situation and it is hard to follow the same process every single time and be consistent. So for that... You have it. It is part of your process. What do you do for the one-offs? Mm-hmm. Right. How do you make sure that you're still in process for those oddities? Yes, everyone wants you to kind of make special exceptions, though. But you can have rules around those as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that um, you know, I know that we've been um, hearing a lot about um, the Department of Labor and new rules that they're looking at as it relates to classification of employees and overtime payment and exempt and non-exempt um, from a federal standpoint. So mm-hmm. they're looking at changing some thresholds from a federal perspective. And I know it's got some employers in quite a dither around, you know, um, how they're going to ma- how they're going to manage their their day-to-day work, and especially nonprofits that have had maybe lower thresholds of exempt employees, and now those are those are going to change, and what qualifies, what doesn't, 40-hour work week for um, exempt, for non-exempt employees um, changes, and, uh, and it's just, it, how do you follow the rules and knowing those kinds of things and helping a business navigate how to get their business done but where the federal government has now made a significant change that impacts them. Well, one recommendation is not only having somebody like me come in and go through it and audit how your process is and are you in compliance, are you following the laws, or did you just think that it's always been like this so that's fine? Because right. this is a um, an amount, this $455 a week is something that's been there for a long time. Right. Long, long time. So it's not something they're used to. Oh, that changes every year. Or, you know, right. I have to keep up with what that number is. And so when they looked at it and decided that, you know, there this these employees would be fine being exempt from overtime because we pay them at least $455 a week. And that is almost, well, it's actually more than doubling. Right. And so... It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And how do you manage that? And how do you manage it, right? And, you know, we, we did, you know, at the chamber, we, we had, it was a significant impact for us. We saw it coming down the road and, and made the switch. Um, and so I would, you know, I mean, I, I think that this is all going to take um, effect if it moves forward um, in December 1. Mm-hmm. So you've got a couple of months, and I would just suggest give Debbie a call and say, come help me figure out how to do it before I have to. Um, I'd, I, it's a better pathway to figure figure out how to give yourself a couple of months to readjust and figure it out as opposed to, you know, December 1st now trying to figure out how we're going to get done the work we need to get done and we, you know, have we have changes that need to take place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, probably too, you're coming into maybe a, a budget cycle where you're going to start right. developing your budget going forward. So it's a really great time to take a look at that and figure out how you can uh, stay afloat. Right, actually. and do the yeah. best. Yeah. So Debbie... 
tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you, um, your telephone number, how they can find you, website, any social media, all of that information. Okay. They can get on my website, which is dlbpayroll.com. On there, you can contact me uh, by email. Also, my phone number is 503-591-1358. That is also all my contact information is on the website, but um, there it is just in case. Excellent. Well, Debbie Borders with owner of and senior payroll specialist with DLB Consultancy LLC. Thank you so much for being with us here today. Truly appreciated. Big opportunity for our small businesses to um, outsource and take a load off, I say. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Excellent. Julie, so can you give us an update on the calendar? I can. So uh, we're looking kind of slim this week. This is sort of our prep week for next week. We've got a lot of stuff going. But this Friday, our Wake Up Hillsboro between 8 and 9 o'clock in the morning, it's going to be at the new Kaiser Permanente Hospital. The Kaiser West Permanente Hospital. Mm-hmm, West Side. And uh, we're going to get a chance to go in there and be in their Oregon room. So that's going to be kind of fun. Next Tuesday is our quarterly on-topic lunch at the Cultural Arts Center on the corner of 5th and Main, downtown Hillsboro. Really great time. We've got an amazing speaker coming in, Kathy Armias. She's a marketing specialist, and she's going to be talking to us about the TED Talk culture and how that sort of just taken over the whole world, actually. She is an expert at it. She teaches how to rock a TED Talk, and she's going to be coming and talking to our leaders uh, Leadership Hillsboro program, which is going to be, the, they're going to be graduating. So that's going to be really Always fun. Always fun. Yeah. We have a lot going on next week. You can find out about all of this on our website at www.hillchamber.org. Lots of stuff coming up. If you're interested in the 4th of July parade, be sure and go on to the Rotary page uh, for Hillsboro and find out how you can be a part of that as well. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us here today on 1360 KUIK, the business voice. Also want a um, special shout out to KUIK for providing us with this great opportunity to bring these wonderful business stories right here to our listeners in Hillsborough and Washington County. Have a great and prosperous week. <music> <music>